The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Glory FM, WGTJ Radio presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A High School Basketball Tournament. Welcome to the countdown to tip-off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. And along with Joe Gilly and producer Nathan Laddie, Mike Washington with you here on the road in Bogart, just on the other side of Athens, as we bring you high school basketball action for the Region 8 Quad A Tournament. Tonight, the semifinals. Tomorrow, the finals of the event here at North Oak County High School. North Oak County's girls and boys, the number one seed from the south sub-region, taking on the teams from the north. And here, we've got a full day of action for you on 97.5 Glory FM. Starting at the top of the hour, it'll be our first girls semifinal game between the Chesapeake Lady War Eagles against the Lady Warriors of Walnut Grove. Then this evening at 7, the second girls semifinal game. Featuring the Cherokee Bluff Lady Bears against the girls from North Oconee, the Lady Titans. Then this evening in the late game, it'll be a boys semifinal game between the North Hall Trojans and the North Oconee Titans. And this one will be a long day, buddy, but I tell you what, I'm looking forward. My goal is, if we can make it work to have both the Lady Bears and the Lady T- the War Eagles advance on to the title game as Chesapeake is the defending Region champions, they got a great chance to do it again. That would be awesome to have both those teams playing for the. That, and the bet, the good thing is, is and I was talking to to uh, one of the guys from Chester that keeps a clock there near for him. That uh, the, the thing is, is this is probably the important game of the region tournament for all the teams tonight because you would love to win tonight. That guarantees you a home game next week in the first round of the state tournament. Uh, if not, you mean you go on the road. And and either way, you're in the state, but you still like to win tonight. And I'd love to see Chester. And uh, Cherokee Bluff win tonight and play each other tomorrow night. That way, we know we get to see them again next week at home. And both one and two will be at home in the opening round of the state playoffs starting next Tuesday. And then next Friday would be the second round. And if you're the number one seed, you're back at home again coming mm-hmm. up next Friday. And then even in the quarterfinal round, according to how a coin flip, if that were to take place, you can still be at home again yep. in the first three rounds. And that makes you even closer because the road to making really begins here in the region playoffs and it comes of who's going to have the higher seed and represent the region again. Sutton Shirley's Lady War Eagles is defending region eight quality champions. We saw them play last year mm-hmm. and follow them to the quarterfinal round last year. And you yep. think they can do it again this year? I think they can. Uh, they got the nucleus of basically everybody back from last year. They, they, they graduated a couple of folks off the team that had some minutes, but they, they weren't as integral as the ones starting this year. Their starters are the usual as they've had all year, and they play well. Everything kind of centers around Riley Black, but I think as we you and I talked about, she helps make the other players better, I think, because everybody kind of keys on number 15, but that could leave Peyton Cable open for shot, Caroline Bull open for shot, Addison Boyd, Sierra, Blakely, any of the other girls could be open or possibly get it. And they did a good job of cutting to the basket and getting some backdoor cuts the last couple of games we've seen them, and that's going to be important tonight against a team that's got a little more height than Chester T, but they beat them earlier in the year. But it, I say early in the year, it was like probably game five or six because it's December the 12th when they played. So that was way back early in the year in December. They beat them by six. 
And I look for them. If they come out like they did tonight, you and I talked about, heck, you know, there's not a whole lot of teams that can stop them after 59-point outburst in the first That's half. That's the thing about it. They can go to another quick start. First quarter is the big key for yep. the Lady War Eagles. And then defensively, what can they do to stop Walnut's Grove, which defeated North Hall a couple of nights ago while Chester T was a winner, and we saw just an awesome performance against Cedar Shoals the other night. Right, right. And, you know, the, the thing is, Walnut Grove, they, they beat um, – um, they want beat Cedar Shoals, and they beat North Hall. Now, they, they beat North Hall at the end of the regular season by a point. And the other night, they were only up by four or five there at halftime. North Hall got in foul trouble, and they wound up winning by 22. So, you know, they're, they're good. You know, they, you got to look out for Tierra Kelly. She's a junior. She had 25 uh, against the game we saw earlier this year. And uh, Niera Ovalis, she had 10. That's the top leading scores they had earlier in the year when we saw them. So those are the two key players, I think, for Coach William Witherspoon's team. And think about this, too, for Sutton Shirley's team, everybody can contributes maybe in a little different way. Yep. Riley will be the one who gets the most points, but then you've got Caroline Bull out there hitting threes, the Boyd sisters hitting threes. Also, you got Peyton Cable underneath, which is going to be so important in this ballgame, along with the senior Sierra Yarborough. I think, yeah, all of those, and I think one key is going to be a junior, or a sophomore, excuse me, that, that has gotten better since her freshman year, and that's Jamiah Weaver. Absolutely. Jamiah Weaver, as I was talking again to one of the Chesty folks a minute ago, she's still got to catch up with her ball handling, but, man, she can she flat out plays defense really good. She's quick. Uh, she can go to the basket good. She's a good rebounder. And if she can do that tonight for them, that will give them a big spark for them, that's for sure. Lots of games being played today. We'll try to keep it with as many scores as possible this afternoon and this evening. At the Region 7 AAA Tournament, they're playing semifinals at Lumpkin County High School in Dahlonega. And the Dawson County girls are playing Pickens at the top of the hour at 4 o'clock. Down at Shiloh High School in Snellville in South Gwinnett County, they're playing the Region 8-6A semifinals today. And the number one team, the North Forsyth Lady Raiders undefeated on the season take on the Lady Red Elephants of Gainesville at 4 o'clock. There's a lot of basketball to talk about this afternoon, but this one right here, you, you see what the teams in Region 8 Quad A could do. We saw last year, Joe, as far as the Lady Warriors went last year, you said, okay, again, playing at home would be the big key. So that's why this one right here is so important. Yeah, it is. It, it, you, we, we saw that, like you said, and I think this is a big ball game. You know, one thing, as I was I was talking to someone a few minutes ago, that these gyms kind of bother me, Mike, because we're sitting up here kind of on a, 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 a uh, I'm going to call it a pavilion area because you walk up and you can walk. It's almost like a walking track up here because you got enough room. Mm-hmm. One end, both ends are open behind the goals. Now, one end has got a brick wall with, some, uh, with a scoreboard behind it. The other end has got windows up there on our level. Um, with nothing but some some uh, posters and stuff up here, and so that backdrop, I think, if, if Chester T can get used to that in the first half, because that's where they're shooting down on the far end from us, that'll help them out tremendously. Second half, I think, will be a much easier shooting backdrop. And that's a big thing too. You'll see that, especially in the state playoffs, when you go to the neutral court and also yep. to make a Wide call. Open see areas. The background mm-hmm. makes a huge difference when it comes to your depth perception. Sure, sure. You have to know where you are at on the court and be comfortable there, not really worry about the background and just start knowing where the, the hoop is and go mm-hmm. for there. Like old John Sheehan said it true at the, the year two, he was up there. He said, stick your head in the basket, stick your head in the basket. And you that's just what you got to do. Concentrate and focus on, on, on the, the hoop the there and the that's little exactly. square there on mm-hmm. the fiberglass backboard, yep. and you're okay. That's exactly right. You can't get, you can't get too uh, zoned out. Out and be looking outside at the at the sky, and all of a sudden, oh, that didn't even anything. You know? Well, if you remember Hoosiers, okay, that's a great yep. example right there. Yep. When you have someone who's playing in a quote unquote gym, and all of a sudden you're in, a, in an arena, arena, yeah, it makes a world of difference. You you can't just be so awed about it. It's okay. It's still, if you say the distance of court's the same, 
to 15 foot the free throw line and you got 10 feet from the floor to the basket yeah. that's what you got to be concerned about exactly i thought that was a great part in the movie that you bring it up that gene hatman said as he said measure from here to here and here to here i think you'll find the distance is the same as our gym gentlemen exactly. i thought that was a great a great illustration just more folks there here we'll see a, a good turnout by the, the people from chester t high yeah so hey to dave bishop the athletic director tuned into our broadcast now he's gonna be able to make it here today hopefully get a chance to Say hey to him later on, and you you see the contingency there in Northwest Hall County, how they come back to watch the Lady Warriors. Yeah, we've got a pretty decent little crowd across from it. They they, they got the biggest contingent so far. Obviously, North Oconee will bring a lot in a few minutes, but they have a good crowd on the far side over there for from Chester D this afternoon. They're getting ready here with the PA announcer at North Oconee High School, who's giving the. The disclaimer from the Georgia High School Association about sportsmanship here at yep. the gym. And one of the big questions, Joe, you'll see it later on. I know you see these guys as the officials for today's ball game. Yeah, and I've, I've, I recognize one of them uh, through doing rec ball. And because at the end of the year, the rec league teams they have to use uh, uh, tournaments have to use uh, registered officials. And one of the guys, this is an Athens area association guys. Uh, one of them I've met before. He worked with some some rec ball back when I was still working. And another gentleman I recognize from that end. But I, so the working three-man crew is always. So I recognize two of them. One of them I've seen two or three times. And that's the thing about North Oconee <laughs> will be more, of, of, you know, accustomed to them in the late game this evening against Cherokee Blood. But we right. see what the girls want to grow who used to get multi-county officials. And, of course, Chester T. with the officials from the Mountain Association. We'll see what happens with that. As we get ready for the playing of the National Anthem coming up next, we'll have the starting lineups to the tip-off of our first game. It's the first semifinal girls game between the Lady Ori Glenchesity and the Lady Ori's Walnut Grove. Joe and I are back after this timeout here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to reelect Lee Hawkins. 
Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A Tournament. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A. It's time for the tip-off of today's game on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Well, we are back here at Totten Arena at North Oak County High School in Bogart. And we'll see if they have the national anthem doing the introducing the starting lineup to start things off. Let's go ahead and get those. And let's see if we get things tipped off. Let's All go right. ahead and go, Joe, with starting lineups. Uh, Walnut Grove in green with white and black trim. They'll start a senior, number two, Niero Vallis, a junior, number three, Avaya Thompson, a senior, number 11, Kamara Reed, a senior, number 14, Dorothy Nealon, and a junior, number three, three number 23, Tierra Kelly. For the Lady War Eagles, the usual starters, senior, number one, Sierra Yarbrough, junior, number two, Addison Boyd, junior, number five, Caroline Bull, junior, number 11, Peyton Cable, and a senior, number 15, Riley Black. Just Dimbitch is in front of us, so will be going right or left to right to start. And Walnut Grove gets the tip. They go over to Thompson. Thompson goes right in the middle. They give it to Kelly. She gets the layup on the first basket of the game about four seconds into the game, five seconds into the game. Addison Boyd will bring it in front court. She goes over to Caroline. Caroline kicks it out to Riley. Riley comes in. Four-footer rolls out. No good. Rebounded by Kelly. The freshman comes the other way. Kelly's the, the big go-to girl. They'll go in the corner to Lee Nealon. Shoots a three. No good. Tipped around there. Going to come back out here to Thompson. She'll shoot a three and knock it down. Avaya Thompson, number three. Four, uh, I think that was a three. They're saying four to nothing. Must have only been a two. And then it gets stolen on the bad pass on the far end. Walnut Grove comes the other way. Thompson has it. She's going to look so thought about a three. She's going to kick it out there to Reed out there in, in the front court but between the circles now. They go over to the far side to number 14. That's Neyland. Neyland tries to go inside. Stolen by Riley Black. She went up and tipped it away and got control of it. Riley goes the other direction. No call on that bump as she went down the floor. Riley keep control of the basketball. She flips it over to this side to Caroline for a three long. No good. Rebound by Sierra. Good job by Sierra over there to hold on to it. And then it's dribbled out of bounds on the far side. Jemiah Weaver is going to come in right off the gut here. 646, 5-0 is your score. They corrected that. I thought it was a three. She comes in for Peyton Cable. <clears throat> Coach Sutton Shirley giving her some advice down there as they go. They come the other direction. Kamara Reed for Wal- Walnut Grove comes all the way through the lane, goes up the layup. No good. Rebound by Sierra. Sierra to Riley. Riley's going to bring it up at 630 in the quarter. Riley gives it over to Addison. Addison in the quarter to Caroline. Back out to Addison Boyd. Addison to Riley Black. Jemiah Weaver. Jemiah's going to take it to the hole. And one. She went up and got fouled, I think, by Kelly. Great move by Jemiah. Went with the left hand. Nope, foul's going to be on number three. That's Avaya Thompson. 
That might be a good matchup early on, Joe. I really wanted the foul to be on Kelly. She's, oh, absolutely. She's, she's But it went on Thompson. They were kind of playing a zone down there. Jamal, good job. She hit the, the – to finish off the old-fashioned three-point play, 5-3 now. Lady Warriors with the early lead. 6-18 in the quarter. They're going to walk it up unless they have a fast break attempt off of, off of a steal or something out front turnover. Ovalis gives it back over to Neyland. Neyland far side gives it over to Thompson. Thompson goes inside to Kelly. Kelly's trying to step through. She finally gets it, goes up, but Riley's going to get the miss, and then it's stolen right back, and then a hell ball between Riley Black and Tierra Kelly. Chester will get it. Yep. Chester will get this one. They'll throw it in. You'll have Riley throws it into Addison in the backcourt. Addison Boyd will bring it up. Throws it right in the middle to Jemai and gives it over to Riley. Good press break right there, ladies. Letting them play a little more physical than what we're used to, Michael. Uh-huh. And they're in. Riley goes in and stripped away. They'll come the other direction. There goes Kelly all the way. Addison gets in front of her. That's got to be a charge, and it is. Good job by Addison Boyd to take the charge from Tara Kelly. And, Joe, there's contact. There's contact. You and I mentioned about, remember, Cedar shows the other night how they were reacting because they were used to this kind of play. Yep, exactly. And exactly. the Mountain officials call it differently. Exactly. Addison comes up after the offensive foul by Walnut Grove. There's going to be a two-point attempt by Riley from the free throw line. Jemai gets the rebound. Back to Madison. Addison for three. Long, no good. Rebound on the far side by Ovalis. Ovalis will give it to Reed, and she'll bring it up across midcourt. Now she's going to sprint towards the goal, throw it up for a layup off the glass. Good. 7-3 now your score. Lady Warriors with an early lead. Caroline Bull far side. Give it to Riley in the middle, and now we've got a pushing foul. That's going to be on number three, Avaya Thompson. That's her second. Well, Joe and I have a bird's-eye view here at Titan Arena. A great vantage point for us to broadcast the game for you. Yep. We were talking about that earlier, and I said, oh, kind of hope we're up top, and we are, which is great. There goes the school bell going off Sierra. Yarbrough goes up, and it's knocked away by number 14, Nealon. Nealon gets it over on the far side to Kelly. Kelly's going to bring it inside, shoot it from the block. No good. Tipped out there. Addison Boyd has it. She's going to go the other way. Addison gives it to Caroline. Caroline all the way in. Tries to lay it. No good. Oh, look at that. Addison Boyd followed it, shot it from right outside the block, and knocked it down. 7-5 your score. And another second chance opportunity for Chester T. And that's what they got to do. We talk about that a lot, Michael, with all the teams we cover. Second chance points are so important. Via Thompson. Gives it over here to Neyland. Neyland's going to shoot a deep three. She knocks it down. 10-5, your score. Two threes for Walnut Grove. 4.28 and a quarter. Caroline Bull gets it over to Addison Boyd. Addison's going to give it in the corner to Sierra. Sierra's going to try three. Knocks it down. Oh, Sierra Yarborough from long distance. Over here in the corner, right in front of Coach Will Witherspoon. Knocks it down. 10-8, your score. Reed brings it up for Walnut Grove. Goes over the top. Look at Jemai go in there and knock it away. Good job. They're trying to go to Reed. Or Kelly, excuse me. They go over the corner to Caroline. Caroline thought about a three. Kicks it over here to Sierra. In the corner on this side to Addison for three. Good. There it is. It's got contagious now. 11-10. First lead of the night for the Lady War Eagles. They'll come the other direction. Reed has it. They bring it up to get over to Neyland. Neyland to Thompson here on the left wing. Thompson. Back over to the other Thompson. Thompson goes in for the layup and contact. She gets her own rebound, puts it up again. Kelly gets it. She goes up. They're going to call that foul, but not the other one. Okay, I'll be quiet. Foul's going to be on 
Well, if you're evaluating as an official, Joe, okay. it's like you, you see how different it is for oh, yeah. association. Oh, yeah. This association. They, they let them play a lot more here than they do up in the mountain, which I like the mountain because it's true basketball there. Jamal Weaver picks up her first foul on the first team. The free throw by, um, I think it's Ovalis. Yeah, Ovalis hit that one. She'll shoot one more. Sierra comes out and Blakely comes in. Blakely Boyd, number 10, a sophomore. Free throws no good. Rebounded by Riley Black. Riley will bring it up into the front court in a hurry. 3.29 in the quarter. Riley will pull up far side to Caroline. Caroline wants to go on the baseline. No, they wanted to carry, but that wasn't a carry. Jemai goes inside, goes up, almost got it to go. Knocked away. Rebound was by Walnut Grove. They'll come in a hurry the other direction. Reed has the basketball. Reed out front, guarded by Addison Boyd. Reed's going to send one of her girls in. in and she runs into her. She, she just backs over into... Addison right there, and Addison's going to be called for the foul. That'll be her first yep. foul. Sierra Yarborough will come in, and she's going to come in for Addison right there. She fell on her on her wrist, and she's kind of shaking it. Make sure she's all right with that, and shake her off there. Go down and see the trainer. Reed out front, needing the screen. She got it, and she gets away from her. Now Nealon has it. Nealon gets it over the far side, and a travel by Grace Sharp, who just came in the game, a junior, number 10 for Walnut Grove. She traveled with a basketball, good defense over on the far side, stepping in front to cause that. 11-11 your score with 252 here from North Oconee High School. They go in the corner to Sierra. Sierra goes to Jemai. Jemai goes up with a shot, no good. Rebound by Walnut Grove. Walnut Grove will come the other direction. That's Ovalis. Ovalis goes in the corner to Neyland. Neyland. Dribbles out front, gives it back over to Sharp. Sharp guarded by Weaver. This side to Reed. Reed in the corner now, back to Ovalis. She's going to shoot a two-pointer. Good. Good shot from about 15 feet out, right on the baseline. 13-11, 221 in the quarter. Riley Black, left wing. She brings it out, spins in the middle. She's going to try and go all the way, and she does. Misses the shot. Tipped around, Walnut Grove gets the board. Walnut Grove comes the other direction. That's Ovalis with the basketball. Ovalis will bring it all the way towards. She stops, pulls it around, gives it right over here to Michaela Battle. Michaela got the shot off. No good. Rebounded by Yarborough. Yarborough gives it to Riley. Riley, she's going to try to go coast to coast. She does. Good on the layup. First points of the night for Riley Black. It took a while. 150 in the quarter. They're doing a good job playing defense on her. 13 all now. Tied again at 143 in the quarter. Out front is Reed with the basketball. She's going to go up against Blakely Boyd. Offensive foul on Kamara Reed. And that's two offensive fouls in the first quarter for the Lady Warriors. Good job by Blakely Boyd to pick that one up. Good defense as she's moving her feet. Again, I mentioned the pregame. That's why every player on this team contributes in some way, Joe. Yes, sir. Riley Black gets it over to this side to Carolina in the corner. Sierra, Sierra for three. Short. Comes down, going to be tipped up and rebounded by Walnut Grove. Reed going to come the other way for them. Reed between dribbles, goes between some people. Going to be picked up by Caroline Bull. Got knocked away. Caroline got it. Caroline sprinting the other direction. Caroline going to go all the way in there. No good. Rebound on the floor. Going to be off of Jemiah Weaver. Good hustle down there. It had like a three-on-two, three-on-three out there, and they just missed the layup. Now Peyton Cable will come back in with 106. She's going to come in for Sierra. I like having her and Weaver in this game at the same time. Mm-hmm. Reed gets it from Neyland. She'll dribble it up into the front court. 
One minute left here in the first quarter. Score tied at 13. Out front, passes over to Ovalis. Ovalis gives it over to Battle. Battle loses it. Caroline Bull comes away with it. Caroline trying to go coast to coast. The layup is off the rim. There is uh, Riley to clean it up with a left-handed layup. 15-13. Another second chance shot for the Lady Oracles. And getting more of those attempts than Walnut Grove, and they need to keep that up tonight. Nice crossover by Ovalis. Shot up, no good. Rebound by Riley Black. Riley, good block out that time. She was patient. Kind of foul is going to be on number 11, Kamara Reed. She didn't move her feet at all that time. She was just kind of bumping her on the side, and when she beat her, she bumped into her again. And I, I, I'm watching some of the players as they go down the floor, and they'll hear a parent yell at them, and they react to the parent like wreck ball, and that just that bothers me from the coaching aspect of it. Because oh, sure. Right now, they don't be paying attention to parents. They don't be paying attention to Coach Witherspoon and Coach Shirley. That's the only two people they need to be talking to. <laughs> Riley Black, they're over the limit. Riley will shoot two. Her first one is no good. Back rim. You don't say anything about officials. Be, be concerned and focus on what goes on there in the court and yep. maybe on the bench. Exactly right. From that sideline, this way is all you need to be worried about. Absolutely. Next one by her, by Riley, is good. 16-13 now, three-point advantage for the Lady War Eagles. 19 seconds left in the quarter. They give it over to Thompson. Thompson has it. Passes over to Ovalis. Ovalis back to Thompson with 10. Ovalis back to Thompson. Double-teamed out front. They throw it away with four seconds exactly on the clock. Good pressure defense. And Ovalis started to kind of cut in. Thompson threw it behind her, and it came out right over there next to the score table. Caroline Bull will throw it in. She gets to Riley. Good fake by Riley to get it open. Riley will go back to Caroline. Caroline's got to shoot it. Long three-pointer. Good. Bullseye. That will end the first quarter. 19-13, Lady War Eagles. And we're back with the second quarter of the Reeves 8 Quad A semifinals for North Oconee on 97.5 Glory FM. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Joe and Mike with you on the road in Bogart at North Oconee High School. Second quarter of this first semifinal game between the defending region champions, Chesapeake Girls and Walnut Grove. Walnut Grove will have it to start the second quarter. Lady War Eagles with a late push there. They're up 19-13. They go over the top and get it to Thompson. Then they go back to Kelly. Kelly breaks down the middle of the lane and gets the layup. Good move by Tierra Kelly right there for the layup. 19-15, your score. They'll come the other direction. Caroline Bull has it here on the right wing. Caroline for a three, a little bit long on that one. Kelly gets the rebound. Kelly will come up. 
Long pass the far side to Reed. Reed has it. She waits on everybody to give it back to Kelly. Kelly over here to Thompson. Thompson left wing. Travel. Travel. And she doesn't like the call. She's looking down in her foot. She said, I didn't move it. I didn't move it. Well, evidently you did because the referee said you did. Well, there you are. Lady War Eagles have the basketball. Carolina will throw it into Riley. 7.24 in the quarter. They're going left to right here in the first half. Down to Peyton. They go into Jemai. Jemai went up for a shot and got swatted away by Neyland. Good job by Neyland. Jemai would want to be a little bit patient. Gets there. She went straight up, which is good. But if you got her up in the air and then went up, you probably could have maybe hit it and drawn the foul. Kelly goes the other direction. Her shot is short, rebounded by Weaver, and she stepped out of bounds. Good call by the official. She did. When she, when she caught it, the, the uh, Kayla Battle kind of was over there. When she took a little bit of a shuffle back, and she stepped right on the end line. They get it in to Reed. Does Walnut Grove. Reed gets it out to Thompson. Thompson back to Reed here left wing. They go inside to Kelly. Kelly up near the elbow. She kicks it out there to Battle. Battle. Kicks it in the corner to Neyland. Neyland's going to shoot a three. She misses. Rebounded by Caroline Bull. Caroline will come the other direction. Reed tries to hold her up. They go in the corner to Blakely. Boy, Blakely's going to go baseline. Kicks it in the corner to Peyton. Back outside. They try to go to Riley. And number 11 picks it off. But she also picks it off so far out there. She stepped out of bounds with it. So it will remain Chester T basketball with 24 on the shot clock. Riley inbounds it to Caroline in the backcourt. Caroline dribbles over back to Riley. High zone, and it's like a 2-1-2 or a 3-2. Blakely Boyd's going to take it. She goes in for, oh, good shot from about three feet on the baseline. Good job, Blakely Boyd. 21-15, your score. Played right in the zone there, buddy. 6-16 with a floater, exactly what that was, young man. The PA announcer giving us a play-by-play also. Far side to Reed. Reed holding it way out there, and now she starts the dribble. I had the five count on her, and then she started dribbling. She's going to go straight to the middle, and Jemiah is going to pick up the foul. If she just stepped in front of her, Mike, that would have been another offensive foul for the Lady War Eagles. That's two on Jemiah. That's two, mo- two on Jemiah. That's correct. Riding it down, they're not keeping the, per- the personal fouls. They're keeping the team fouls and the timeouts uh, on the board tonight. She will be shooting two. This is Reed. First one is up. Good. And as we heard the other night, Mike, and I said heard, it gets deathly quiet yes, I, on free throws. I do not understand it, but that does. <laughs> uh, maybe that's the new the new norm. Is let's be so quiet it just scares them or something. <laughs> I mean, you don't hear cheerleaders. No, nothing. Everybody's quiet. Second free throw is good. But, so about a read hits both free throws, cutting the lead to four, 21-17. Six minutes exactly here in the second quarter. Chester T with the lead. Caroline Bull. Comes down the right side, kicks in the far side to Sierra. Sierra's going to come on the baseline. She's looking. She got trapped down there. Good job by Kelly. And it's going to be forced tail ball, but it'll be Chester T's basketball underneath her own basket. With 20, I think it resets to 25. 25 seconds on the shot clock. And it's supposed to be. Nobody's changed it, and they haven't changed it. Okay. I thought on jump ball, supposed to reset to 25. To. It stayed at 21. And that shot by Cable was no good to kick it out to Riley. Riley's going to go in for a floater. No good. Rebound. Riley tips it, stolen away by Kelly. Kelly's going to come the other way. She gets it over to Reed. Reed goes up for a left-handed layup. No good. Rebounded by Peyton Cable. Peyton gives it to Riley. Riley going to try and sprint the other way. She kicks it over to Peyton. Peyton off for a three short. Rebound by going to be off of Walnut Grove. Yeah. Reed knocked it out as Addison Boyd will come in for Sierra Yarbrough. 
Riley Black will take it out, 25 on the shot clock. Riley's looking. She gets it in. Peyton Cable there at the top of the key. Dribbles in. Layups are too hard. No good. Rebound on the far side by Reed for Walnut Grove. Reed will dribble up into the front court now. Reed, she's going to try and beat at Blakely. Boy, she does go all the way to the basket. She gets the floater to go in, and she runs over after the shot was let go. Back in the old days, that was a foul. Absolutely. That's not a foul anymore. Yep. The shot was already let go. They let that, that go. There is... That was Addison with a long three-pointer. No good. Rebounded by Chester T. Caroline for a long three. That one's long. Rebounded on the far side by Thompson. Thompson will give it over to Reed. Reed will dribble up. She tries to go in a hurry to Nealon. Nealon off of her leg. And Kelly gets it. It's off of Kelly, and it will be Chester T. Basketball. Grace Sharp will come back in the game for Walnut Grove. She'll come in for Nealon. 4.40 left in the quarter, second quarter. And got period one, but I know we already played one. 21-19, Chester T in the lead. Addison has the basketball. Addison dribbles up. She's looking back at Coach Shirley to get some direction, and she gives to Riley between the circles, 427 and 22. Riley dribbles into the far side. There's that contact they didn't call. Gives it over to Blakely. Blakely going to try and take it all the way. She does a floater. No good. Look at Oh, Peyton missed the layup, too. They come down, and look at Blakely forcing the hell ball with uh, Kelly right there. Good job by Blakely. Boy, they forced the hell ball. It'll be Walnuts Grove's basketball, but it didn't give them an automatic run out right there. It does go as a turnover for the Lady Eagles. And we've got a timeout 32nd by Coach William Witherspoon with 412 in the quarter. And we've seen him before this season, Joe, and he's good at doing that, especially yep. the first half of the second quarter. Nope, um, I'm sorry, Mike, oh, you just said a full timeout. I'll take one minute. We're back in one minute for North Elk County here on 97.5 Glory FM. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Walnut Grove has the basketball after the full timeout from Walnut Grove. Four minutes and seven seconds. Thompson has the basketball far side right wing. Look at that. I want to go to Kelly every time, and they're doing a pretty good job on defense right now. But she goes inside, and she loses it off her leg. She caught it, went down. She was going to go up, and then Riley came in slow in front of her before she could do it and lost it out of bounds. Good defense right there. Peyton was on one side. Riley was on the other. 21-19. Caroline Bull brings it in the front court. Caroline dribbles high, gives it to Riley left side. Riley brings it, playing hard defense on her. She's going to bring it in, try to go all the way, and she gets fouled. It's going to be 11 or 23. Let's see who they call it on. That one's going to be on number 11. That'll be three on Reed. 
which uh, honestly, Mike, is a pretty big deal because Reed's been handling the basketball every time Absolutely. down the floor. Well, you can see on both teams, the leading lady is Kelly from Walnut Grove, Riley Black from Chester State. The thing is, what's the supporting cast doing? And you can see a much better job in my mind for the Lady Oregon. I believe it. I agree with you. Riley's first free throw is good. Sierra Yarborough checking back in. Sierra coming in for Blakely. Nope, coming in for Caroline. And Blakely will go down and take her spot on the lane line. Now, Riley will get one more free throw. It is long. It's the back rim. Oh, that was going to be off of Kelly out of bounds. How about that? She went up and it hit her up high and she was trying to bring it down. Boom. And I don't know what she's complaining to the official about. That was that was an easy one. I can see that. And I'm a long way away. We're on the other end of the but floor. But you got a great view of it. But yeah, we here. do. We do have a great view. <laughs> now, now take advantage of it. Riley over to Caroline. Caroline deep in the corner. Kicks it out there to Peyton. Peyton dribble drives. Lay up. Go, going good. There you go. 24-19. They isolated her on one side and spread out the floor. She went in and was able to get the layup. Now they bring it up. Reed, and I'm not sure if Coach uh, Witherspoon knows she's got three, Mike, but she's got three fouls. She has the basketball. You give it over to Thompson. Thompson looking to go to Kelly. Kelly's breaking toward the middle, but she's covered up by Peyton very well. Now they go to number 10. She shot the free, the uh, long shot, but Grace Sharper, three-pointer. It's no good. Rebounding by Cable. Gives it to Riley. Riley back to Cable. Then it's going to be knocked out of bounds off of Reed. And now let's see who's going to come out for Walnut Road. Wow. They're going to take out Kelly and put Neyland back in and leave Reed in the basketball well, game. So it's important to Reed. That's interesting how they're doing that. They're not backing the defense up when they're right on the sideline. Good job by Peyton. She goes in with a little short jumper. No good. There's Riley to clean it up. Goes up. No good. Riley go up again. Oh, she got fouled on the second one, though. But she's going to be in double figures here in the first half of play. Fouls on Grace Sharp. Riley will be at the line to shoot two more. We saw her score 33 back on Monday against Cedar Shoals. Well, and I heard a little, um, I heard a little tidbit. She needed, she to, to, the leading score was Parker Smith, total at, at Chesty with 236 points, and she needed, I think, um, she needed to score like 15 or 16 tonight to take the lead in that because she's up to, she's up to 2013 or 14 now. Coming into tonight. All right, Riley Black is out. And I think Blakely Boyd went back in. They're going small right now, 25-19, 2.58 and a quarter. Giving Riley a quick little break, let her get a sip of water and dry her hands off. Come over to this side to Ovalis. Ovalis goes in to cut her, goes up and missed the layup. Caroline Bull is going to take it away. Caroline wanted to pass it. We didn't have a clear lane. Caroline takes it deep in the corner, kicks it out to Addison. Addison gets it over to Blakely. Blakely. Brings it way outside with 26. Plenty of time. Blakely takes it all the way to the middle. A floater in the middle. No good. Tipped out of bounds by Peyton Cable. Thought that was off Peyton. We see how they're attacking the middle now, Joe. More than they were to start off. Walnut Grove brings it up. Reed has the basketball. Reed guarded by Addison out front. That'll, or excuse me, Ovalis Wonder said, and then Reed's going to take it all the way to the middle. She goes up, and Bassett's going to be good, and a blocking foul is going to be called on Blakely Boyd. And that'll be first on Blakely. And that was one of those that she let go of. It came down, made the contact, and they called it that time. They didn't call it a while ago. Yeah, you got to be consistent with yeah, it. Yeah, we were I'm hoping sorry. for a charge. It didn't happen, of course. And yeah. Well, she was a little bit far under for it to be a charge, I yeah. would think. She's been, been another step or two out. Bingo. Free throw's good. Riley Black will sprint up there to the table. She'll come in for Sierra Yarbrough. 
25-22. Chester T in the lead with 2.15 remaining in the half. Addison throws it into Riley in the backcourt. She's guarded by Grace Sharp, covering her all the way up. Riley brings it up. She's going to try and go underneath. She does. Tries a reverse layup. Blocked over there by Ovalis. Ovalis still Peyton out front. Peyton missed it. Now it's rebounded up front. Good job by Neary Ovalis to get the rebound. They come the other way. That's going to be Reed with the basketball. Reed throws it in the corner to, to Thompson. She shoots a three, and she knocks it down from the far corner to tie it at 25. 147 in the quarter. Addison brings it in a hurry. Addison goes to Peyton at the free throw line. Pat back outside to Addison. Over in the corner to Blakely. Blakely, she's going to go right into Peyton. Peyton's going to go for the layup. No good. Rebounded by Blakely. Blakely out to Addison to Riley. Riley's going to take it to the rack. She goes up short. No good. She gets her own rebound. She goes up again. No good. She gets it. She's going to bring it out. She gets fouled on the third attempt. And the referee, I mean the official, uh, as soon as he called it, the player looks at him and sticks her hands out like, what do you mean? Well, that was a foul. Dorothy Nealon, her first. That'll be the team second. Well, you can tell they're sort of adjusting their style of play, too, Joe, knowing how physical it's going to be here. Yep, they are. Riley's got to get it in. She found she threw it right at the feet, and it's going to be tied up right there between uh, Addison and Reed. And it will be Chester T's basketball with 23. She was trying to throw it in, and she was covered up pretty hard down there. Number five, Battle, will come back in for Walnut Grove. She comes in for Sharp. Riley throws it in. They go right back to her in the corner. Riley, oh, had a wide-open-looking layup. Good. She got it right back in the corner, took two hard dribbles, and layup, left-handed layup was good, 27-25. Reed brings it up for Walnut Grove. On the screen but didn't really need it. Ovalis has it, gives it in the corner to Neyland. Neyland for two, no good, rebounded by Black. Riley has it, spin move. She's going to dribble out of trouble and bring it into the front court. Riley, she's trying to go all the way and got knocked out from behind. A foul called. It's going to be on number 11. That's four on Kamara Reed. Wow. Yep. And Coach Witherspoon is still kind of like, hmm. So now he's got to go back with Kelly. Kelly will come in the game for Reed. Be interested to see who's going to be the ball handler. Now I imagine there will be Ovalis handling it most of the time and maybe battle. Either way. And get it in. Peyton Cable, short jumper from the baseline. Good. 29-25. Short pass by Riley right outside the box right there, or the low block. Went right straight up for about an eight-footer knocked it down. Thompson with the basketball, right wing. Thompson trying to get it back out to Kelly. She does. Kelly's way outside. She's going to be guarded by Peyton. And she's going to dribble drive in the middle, kicks it over to Neyland here on this side. Neyland goes up for the two. No good. Rebounded by Peyton. Almost stolen. Peyton gives it to Riley. Riley comes up with 26. they got plenty of time. Riley thinks about going all the way, and she is. Riley lost control, but I think she got fouled. Yes, she did. Well, by number five, Michaela Battle, and she'll be at the line for two more because they are over the limit, I think. That's a 15 foul. Yep, yep, 15 foul, so they're going to shoot two. Riley be at the line. I think this will be number seven and eight. On the night shooting from the free throw line. Riley's first one's up. Good. Sierra Yarborough come in. Can you see how yep. Coach Shirley's been substituting Sierra in and out of the yep. ball game in the first half? Comes in for, uh, for Blakely. Riley's second one. And that's what she's done. One for two every time down the floor. I think she's four out of eight from the charity stop so far. Throws that one over their head with 15. Yes, they did. It went out of bounds. Thompson 
Got it from Ovalis, and Ovalis cut. Thompson threw it right back and threw it right past her out of bounds and right at midcourt. Blakely's going to come back around in for Sierra, so that was offense-defense right there, Michael. Sure is. Yeah, but now Sierra hit a three-pointer a while ago, so that's a little interesting. All right, number four, Mitch Nell Lake will come in for Walnut Grove. She'll come in for Kelly, and I don't know why the clock does, but they're going to they're stop it and see what's going on here. They're going to reset the clock, are they? It's 14.7. Yeah, 14.7 on the clock. That's what they're doing. They bring it in. Riley has it on the near side with nine. Riley deep in the corner. She kicks it back out to Caroline with six. Caroline for three. No good. Rebound got tipped and got a foul. Going to be on Blakely Boyd. Over uh, Push from behind. That'll be two on Blakely. And Sierra will come in for Blakely. Third team foul. 30-25 with 2.1. Let's see if they can prevent them getting a long shot off. And they will because they just now got it mid-court. Boom. Halftime score, 30-25. Lady War Eagles with the lead. And we're back with our halftime show. This first semifinal girls game live from North Dakota High School Bogart. We're back in two on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And back on the road in Bogart at North Oak County High School, along with Joe Gailey, Mike Wofford with you here. As we're your radio station for Lady War Eagle basketball. Chesapeake on top of Walnut Grove, the first semifinal girls game, 30-25. We'll have the second game this evening at around 7 with the girls from Cherokee Bluff going up against the girls from North Oconee. 
followed by the boys' game between North Hall and North Oconee. All those games right here only on 97.5 Glory FM. I can't give you one other halftime score at the Region 86A tournament down at Shiloh in Snellville. It is number one ranked North Forsyth, the Lady Raiders, undefeated on the season. They are playing Gainesville at halftime. It is 28-19 North Forsyth on top of Gainesville trying to get a score from the Pickens-Dawson County girls game being played over at Lumpkin County High School in Dahlonega, the first game of the four being played in the semifinals of the Region 7 AAA tournament. The Lakeview Academy girls and boys will play for the district championship tomorrow night in their division of the GIAA. They'll play those games at George Walton Academy in Monroe, and they'll both be heading to the state playoffs coming up next week with Lakeview Academy the number one team in the state in the GIAA and their classification there. And this one right here, Walnut Grove jumped out to a 4 nothing lead to start things off, but then you saw how Chesty was able to get things going there with some key substitutions, Joe, and really the defense, they were able to really hold down Kelly, the big gun. Walnut Grove at times in the game, their point guard Reed in foul trouble in the first half. Yeah, that, I think those two points were big, is holding Kelly. Kelly didn't shoot it well in the first half. And then getting Reed, their primary ball handler, number 11, getting her in foul trouble. And, uh, you know, the, like we said earlier on, they, the, the, basically the teams have to get used to the way the officials are calling it they, because they hadn't seen them all year. And so, you know, that, they've, they've let them play a little bit more physical. And I think that's wound up hurting um, Walnut Grove more from the standpoint it looks like that Sutton's group has adjusted to that physicality in the game more so than Coach Witherspoon's team has. They sure have. And yep. so you got the halftime stats? Yep, I got them. Niera Ovalis for Walnut Grove and Dorothy Nealon for Walnut Grove both have three. Tierra Kelly uh, has four, six for Anaya, Avaya Thompson, and nine for Kamara Reed. They were four or five from the charity stripe and had three three-pointers. For Chester T, um, two points for Blakely Boyd, three each for Sierra Yarborough, Caroline Bull, Jamal Weaver, uh, two points also, nope, I'm sorry, and four for Peyton Cable, five for Addison Boyd, who did not score at all the other night, um, and then ten for Riley Black. So, uh, and they were five of nine from the free throw line and three three-pointers. They outscored them in the first half, 19 to 13, and in the second quarter, uh, they got outscored 12 to 11. And you mentioned the three-pointers. Of course, Sierra had a three Carolina had a three for their points here in the first half of play. Riley scoring points in the free throw line. It took her over six minutes before she got yep. in the scorebook when it comes to scoring points. But then you see how important and how the Walnut Grove girls are just keying hard in and saying what the rest of the girls do on the team. Now for exactly, and, and everybody's keying on Riley, and, and if they can get it, get it to one of the other girls. And, you know, we saw they had three openers this year, this week, or tonight. Uh, in the first half, they hit three open jumpers from the three-point line, and they're taking it, started taking it to the basket and forcing the hands a little bit of Walnut Grove, and I think that was big for Cherokee, for Chester T because forcing them to adjust it, and they're going up and forcing the action, uh, and that's, that'll help them be a bit official in the second half, I think. We get ready for the second half of play. It is Chester T 30, Walnut Grove 25. Joe and Mike back with you after this on 97.5 Glory FM. Progressive Insurance presents the Sports Flash on 97.5 Glory FM. 
NBA, the Atlanta Hawks fell to the Charlotte Hornets on Wednesday night, 122-99. They have now lost four of their last six games, while the Hornets have won three straight. DeAndre Hunter had 21 points. Atlanta is now off for the All-Star break, which will be held on Sunday in Indianapolis. They return next Friday to host the Toronto Raptors. Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves at pitchers and catchers report today for spring training. Positional players will be checking in on Tuesday. Their first spring training game will be Saturday, February 24th in Port Charlotte, Florida against the Tampa Bay Rays. College football, Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott has left the team to become the tight ends coach at South Carolina. He'll also be the run game coordinator for the Gamecocks. For lightning fast updates as sports news happens, download the Score app. It's absolutely free. I'm Tony Desiri, and that's your Sports Flash on 97.5 Glory FM. KFC's new smashed potato bowl is out here looking like an absolute snack. For just $3.49, you get crispy secret recipe fries topped with creamy mashed potatoes, cheese sauce, bacon crumbles, and even more melty cheese. If you're looking to smash your hunger, grab KFC's new smashed potato bowl for just $3.49. For a little extra, add nuggets to the mix. It's finger-licking good. Prices and participation may vary. Tax tip and fees extra. Progressive presents 10 things on a contractor's to-do list that are harder than getting a commercial auto insurance quote. Bidding a new client, giving an accurate estimate, finding affordable materials, getting a client to pay you for work you already did, getting a client to pay you, period, securing permits and workers and tools, getting those workers and tools to work together, and finding the perfect pair of overalls. Pockets, baby. But the easiest thing on a small business owner's to-do list? Seeing if you can save on commercial auto insurance. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Sunshine for our afternoon. Highs today in the mid-60s. Tonight will be partly cloudy with a low of 45. Tomorrow for Friday, first day of the weekend, we'll have clouds around. Highs mid-60s, breezy through the afternoon. A couple of scattered rain showers around for Friday night. Then Saturday, pretty good mix of clouds, cooler temperatures. Highs are going to be low 50s. I'm Georgia meteorologist Laura Huckabee in the GNN Weather Center. It's time for the second half of our game on 97.5 Glory FM. And back here at Titan Arena at North Oak County High School, first of our three games being broadcast today on 97.5 Glory FM. Again at 7 o'clock, we'll be the home of the Bears as Cherokee Bluff goes up against North Oak County, followed by North Oak County's boys taking on the North Hall Trojans, who had probably one of the best games they could ever play. Back on Tuesday when they upset Madison County to make it to the semifinals. Here we are, Chesapeake, one half away from advancing to their second straight region, eight quad A championship. And you see, I think the adjustments have to be made here in the second half, Joe. Yeah, I think for both teams, you know, Coach Witherspoon's going over stuff with him um, as he's sitting back in his chair, kind of relaxing, talking about it, and sitting in his normal pose, bent over on his knees, uh, with hands on his knees, telling his girls, that's what we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, they're getting ready here. Second half starting to begin. Walnut Grove will have the ball first as they'll be going left to right in this half. And Chester T will be right here in front of us here in the second half. They will, um, I'm sure that uh, Coach Will, uh, Coach Witherspoon, the adjustments they've got to make is making that quick pass inside to Kelly. Kelly's been trying to get open, but I tell you what, Peyton Cable and Riley Black have been a really good job of fronting her and, and posting up behind her, kind of keeping her at, at, at bay tonight where she really can't get a good look. She only she had one layup, and then she had a decent look right in the middle lane for her four points. Well, we always say defense wins championships. Defense wins championships, baby. That's exactly right. So here's the second half. 
16 more minutes so we can get on to a region championship for the Lady War Eagles. They'll inbound it. Great. Kamara Reed, surprisingly to me, is back in the game for Coach Witherspoon at the guard. They go over to Kelly. Kelly's going to take it on the baseline. She kicks it way outside to Ovalis, who shoots a high arching three, and she knocks it down. First points of the half come from Walnut Grove, 30 to 28. Remember, they got out to a 4-0 lead, and then Chester Heat came roaring back. They go over the top to Cable. Over to Caroline. Caroline for three. She missed it off the rim. Peyton gets a rebound. Goes up. No shot. No good. Rebounded by Kelly. Kelly gets it over to Reed. Reed will trot it up into the front court. Reed. She stops as they do kind of a, I think they're, they're running, playing man-to-man on uh, Kelly. They're playing man-to-man on everybody. They're playing way off is Sierra on Thompson. That's going to be Reed. Goes all the way in. That's going to be an offensive foul. She's out of the game, Michael. Bingo. 52 seconds into the game, Kelly takes it, and Caroline Bull takes the charge, and she comes up a little gimpy. I think she had her right in her bread basket now. Yeah, that's what that is. She's doubling over because she's holding her belly there. She got hit with a knee right in the gut. Good job by Caroline Bull. I'll give her a clap for that. Blakely Boyd will come in for her. Kamara Reed takes an early exit from this game. Michael, how about that? And how's that going to affect, especially when they start moving down court? you got to start probably doubling that girl who comes in for her. Addison to Sierra on the baseline. Sierra back out to Addison. Boyd over the top to Riley. Riley on the right side. She goes up, layup. Good. Riley Black, first points of the second half for the Lady War Eagles, 32-28. Chris. She goes, nope, they're back off. They're going to pick them up at midcourt. Okay. I think the speed of Walnut Grove well, kind of worries Sutton a little bit as far as getting up and getting the ball up the court. The pressure was new girl, though. Ovalis gives it back over to Battle. Battle comes back over and tries to get it to Kelly. Kelly gets it. She goes to get it to Jemai. Jemai forces her to go up for a jump ball, jump shot, and she gets it off the backboard, but she got it to go. 32-30. to 30. Jemai trying to play body with it. Jemai back outside to Riley. Riley for three. Good. Her Th- first three. 35-30. to 30. She's got 15 points now. Does Rocks 11 here in a quarter. Ovalis brings it up in a hurry. I think it messes up their ball handling because Thompson, or excuse me, Reed handles it, and now they've got two different girls, and she, that was number two. Ovalis takes it herself on the basket. She missed it. Riley comes down with the board. Riley going to throw coast to coast over Thompson. Shot is no good. She didn't arch it right. Jemai got it. She goes up. She's fouled. Who's the foul going to be on? Jemai, and the foul is going to be on number 10. Grace Sharp, that's her second. And that'll be two shots for Jemiah Weaver. Again, look at the number of times this ball game gotten second chance opportunities mm-hmm. off offensive rebounds. And that's been a key so far in the game. Ah, Jemiah missed that one a little short. And you're not seeing it on the other side of Walnut Grove, Joe. Great right. defense blocking them out on their end. Yep. One more shot by Jemiah Weaver. It is good. 36 to 30 now. 5.49 and a quarter. They come up in a hurry. Give it to Kelly. Kelly passes over here to Ovalis. Ovalis goes back to Kelly. Tipped away by Sierra Arbor. They go back to Blakely. Oh, that's Riley. Excuse me. Riley brings it up in a hurry. Riley trying to go coast to coast. Left-handed layup. Good. Nice soft touch off this side of the backboard and a timeout. My coach, William Witherspoon, it'll be a full. We'll take it with them. We're back in one minute from North Oak County with the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. 
Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. After the timeout by Coach Witherspoon, he's used two. <coughs> Walnut Grove will have the basketball. They'll throw it long and way. They throw it to a, they throw it from the end line to a girl in the front row and the sideline, so the ball will be out of bounds underneath for Chester T. Can you tell the difference with that read in the game? Yep. I mean, it's obvious. Exactly. All right, they're going to put Battle in the game. She's going to come in for Sharp. Um, and Sierra comes back in for Blakely. Caroline Bull in the corner, gives it over to Jemiah. Jemiah outside to Sierra. Sierra thought about a three. She's going to dribble, gives it to Addison. On the right side, Addison, this side to Caroline. Caroline's going to shoot a three off the front rim. No good. She gets her own rebound. Addison to Riley. Riley, dribble drives. Stellar strips. Chuck pulls up. Jumper, no good. Rebound far side. That's going to be by Ovalis. Ovalis comes the other direction in a hurry. She's going to try and go all the way she does, and that's going to be referee underneath has a blocking foul. Yep. And that's going to be on Jemiah, I believe. That'll be three. It will be. It will. That's three on Jemiah. And now Blakely will come in for Jemiah, I'm guessing. And Blakely will come in after the first free throw. Ovalis will shoot two. 38-30 your score. Lady War Eagles in the lead, 38-31. Now only I say, Jemiah's staying in. Sierra's coming out. Okay. Should know that. It's been Sierra and Blakely all night, right? Yep. <laughs> oh, Wallace will shoot one more. Shots up. No, no good. Nothing but white shirts to rebound. Riley gets it, and she'll trot it in the front court. Five minutes left here in the third quarter to Jemiah. Jemiah in this corner to Blakely. Blakely dribbles here on the wing. Wants to go baseline. She'll pull it back out. Gives it to Riley on the right, left side. Excuse me, Riley. Kicks it out to Addison for three, a little long. Rebound by Kelly. Kelly's going to go the other direction. Kelly going to go all the way, and they're going to go in, and their layup is good. She just sidestepped around uh, Addison down there, and she was able to get the layup, 38-33. That's one problem after a missed three, getting an easy shot like that. Yeah. Addison Boyd out front. Goes in the far side to Jemiah Weaver. Jemiah, nice bounce pass into Riley. She went up, and she's going to have a foul called on Kelly. That'll be her second foul. She wanted a hell ball as she was clapping her hands saying I had the ball, ref. Referee said, nope, you had the arm. So Riley Black will be at the line for two more. This will be her ninth and tenth on the night. She's four of eight so far. Make that five of nine. Yeah, time to hit both of them. Coach uh, Sutton Shirley has untucked his shirt now. He's intense, Michael. <laughs> and there's no rule about that either. Second one is good. It'll be a timeout, Sutton Shirley, and it will be a 30. A 30. Yep, 30 seconds. 
Now he went up to the referee while she was shooting first. He said, "If she if she makes the second one, I want a full. I want a timeout, please." And he said, "Yes, sir, you got it." So he got it right there, 40 to 33. I believe that's the largest lead of the night they for the Lady Warriors. Eight, point. eight points, okay. Yeah, we had 38. 30. That's right. That's right. I was 38. 30. It's 40 to 33. 430 remaining here in the third quarter. But you feel good. You know that Sutton's going to talk about defense right now, what yep. he's going to do. Yep. And then without Reed again, I still think if you can start pressuring that guard out there, you're in great shape of keeping the ball away from Kelly. Excellent point out there. I, I, Ovalis handles it pretty good, but if they get it to a Thompson or battle out front, I think they're going to be struggling a little bit handling the basketball. All right, they'll have the basketball first. Walnut Grove will. Nealon will throw it in to Thompson. Thompson, now they're pressing a 1-2-2 in the back court. Thompson gets to Kelly. Kelly in the front court. Kelly looking as she's double-teamed. She gets around the double team. She's going to go to the basket. Throws it over top to Nealon. Nealon, short jumper, goes in. Back rimming in, 40-35. They broke the press pretty de- decently that time. Sure did. They come in a hurry. Caroline Bull has it. Caroline into the front court. She's got it at the top of the key. Gives it over in the corner to Jemiah. Jemiah. This side got tipped away. Thompson's got it for Walnut Grove. Thompson gives it to Kelly. Kelly's going to take it all the way. Gives it over to Ovalis for the layup. Good. Nice fast break point, 40-37. And we talk defense. we got to tighten it down now. Yep. They come the other way, 350 in the quarter. Three-point lead now for the Lady War Eagles. They go to Riley. Riley trying to get a point. She got fouled. She goes up for the shot, and I think that was battle. Grabbed her. She went up. Yep. That was going to be battle. Michaela, that is two on Michaela. And she goes up and she just forced it up with the strong arms and hands of Riley held on the basketball as she went up strong and boom, her arms went down, the ball went up, and that was an obvious foul right there. Riley's free throws good. 41-37. As we as we say another another thing, Mike, is always important to hit those easy ones and those uh, free ones right there. And Riley's hitting them here in the second half. That's seven four now. Go in good. Make it eight. Four in a row here in the second half. Eight out of twelve. 42-37, 3.40 left in the quarter. They'll walk it up. Ovalis has the basketball for Walnut Grove. Lady Warriors try to go into Kelly. They do. She got a post up down the low block and got the basket in. They'll come back right. Peyton Cable's going to come right back in so they can front her a little bit better than they did on that. Now we're going to have a timeout call. A shoe came off. Riley had a shoe come off. And they're going to take it out of bounds. Is that an official timeout? No, that's just a, yeah, it's official timeout. Yeah, it's no timeout for the team. That's, the official saw it. He called time. Good job by the official. Lady War Eagles to take it out of bounds with 31 on the shot clock. They'll throw it in to Caroline in the backcourt. Caroline brings it across the stripe. Gets over to Riley. Riley's looking to take it herself. She is. Kicks it in the corner to Caroline. Caroline, far side. Blakely, three. Good off the rim. No good. Rebound, Peyton. Peyton's fighting over it. Peyton, her. Peyton and Kelly. Tie it up down there. Good job by Peyton Cable. It'll be Lady War Eagles basketball. Sierra Yarborough will come back in for Blakely Boyd. 42-39, in the quarter. We mentioned Peyton. She is so valuable under there yes. getting the rebounds. She is. She goes to Peyton right off the pass right there. Peyton layup good. Great pass. Second of the night from Riley to Peyton for the layup. We one ball game early. We saw them do that all night long. Mm-hmm. 44-39. Ovalis with the basketball. Caroline on her. She pulls up on the right wing, gives it to Thompson. Way outside for a three. Back rim, no good. Rebound by Riley. Riley's probably got a dozen dozen rebounds now. Riley's going to coast to coast. Left-handed layup is good. Again with the left hand. Stretch it back out there, ladies. 46-39. Seven-point advantage for the Lady War Eagles. Ovalis in the front court. Gives it over to Thompson. Thompson to Kelly. Kelly at the elbow. Looks to drive. She does. Pulls up from the block. 
knocks it down over Peyton Cable. 30-second timeout, Will Witherspoon. I think they're getting a little low block. Yeah. Well, and and I think right there, like in the first half, they're playing a little bit different defense right there. They, they, they're more, more in a zone right now than we're in a man. When man, they were fronting her and playing on the backside of her, and they might have to go back to that to slow her down because I think she's got six here in this half. That'll give her ten. She had four in the first half. Did a really nice job on her. Coach Witherspoon, I couldn't pay attention because both the head coach and one of the assistants were talking at the same time down there at Walnut Grove. That would make me nervous. <laughs> and I put my hand up to one of them and said, one of y'all got to be quiet. <laughs> but that's just me, folks. Well, Joe, can... also, we go ahead and paint, paint the picture for a little bit of the sideline of Walnut Grove. I thought it was very interesting. Got, got one of the coaches there who's yeah. actually uh, wearing a yeah, hat. Yeah, the, you got you got the, you got got three three or four assistants. you got Will Witherspoon uh, down on one end, then you've got two ladies and two other guys, and one of the guys has his baseball cap turned backwards like a catcher out there. Caroline Bull for a three off the rim. Rebounded by Peyton. Peyton's going to get it back out to Addison. Run it. Addison back to Caroline. Caroline takes it in there. She's going to go for a layup off the rim. Peyton goes up, got the board. It fell out. Peyton gets another chance and a foul. Four shots. They miss them, but they get the foul. Foul's going to be on number three, Thompson, right there. Referee keeps looking, and she just walking side by side. That three going to be three on Avaya Thompson. That would hurt them, too, yes. because she handles the ball as well as she's been shooting three-pointers. She has three on the night. I believe Thompson does. Yes. Peyton Cable's free throw in and out. Nice contingency coming from North Hall County for the Chester T. Lady War Eagles. Mike, it's not, not – you don't have one section full, but you got you got a good section over there. That second one's good. 47-41, 208 in the third quarter. Ovalis will walk it up. Guarded by Caroline, just pushing her to the sideline. Ovalis going to take it all the way in. She does. The offensive foul, taken that time by Miss Peyton Cable. Ovalis, that's going to be four on Ovalis. They can't lose her, too. They won't have a ball handler. Well, you know, there's some nice state places right here in the Anthem area. <laughs> yes, they are. Blakely comes back in for Sierra. Mike, of course, is talking about if you take three charges, the coach should buy you a steak dinner. Caroline Bull weaving it over to this side, giving it to Blakely. Blakely kicks it out to Addison. Addison over to this side to Caroline. Caroline spots up, three-pointer off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Thompson. We should have followed it right there. She probably got the rebound, but Thompson got it. Gives it to Kelly. Kelly, crossover dribble. Back outside to Ovalis. Goes in the corner to Neyland. Neyland is going to shoot a jumper on the baseline, no good. Rebounded, all white jerseys. Going to be see, uh, Addison Boyd, and then they throw it away, trying to go down to Caroline. Ovalis comes the other way. Ovalis crosses over, left-handed layup, rolls off the rim. No good rebound by Riley. Riley comes the other way. She's dribbling up. It is two on two. She pulls up for 14, off the rim, no good. Rebounded out front. Going to be forced, almost a forced hell ball. Going to be Ovalis, and Riley Black's going to force the hell ball. How about that? Ovalis and Riley Black. Ovalis dove on the floor after. I thought it was going to be a hell ball before that, but it got loose. Ovalis dove after it, and Riley came in there and put her hand right on top of it. Official hesitated momentarily, called the jump ball. It'll be Walnut Grove's basketball. In person, Joe, the Chesapeake fan lot seemed to slow it down a little bit on the offensive end. Uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking, too, yeah. Wonder a minute now here in the third quarter. Chester T with a six-point advantage. Kelly has it. Free throw line jumper, and she's fouled. That was probably one of those fouls you didn't need to make, but she made the foul. Fouls on Jemaya. That is four on Weaver. Not a good thing. And we'll have Caroline Bull coming in after the first free throw. They've done a good job managing the fouls, Mike. That's only the second team foul. Yes. And that free throw by Kelly is good. 
And, yep, Caroline will come in for Jemiah. They And if I don't think, yeah, just based on the fouls, they, uh, Chetwaller Grove has not been in the bonus yet tonight or in the two-shot penalty with five. Second free throws in and out. Rebound down there as it hits the floor. You don't want that to happen, but they thought it was going to go in, and Caroline raced up and got the board. They come the other way with 40 or 50 on the free throw, on the shot clock, on the clock. I'll get it right. Oh, they tried to go into Riley, and Addison threw it a little high. Coach Sutton Shirley jumps up and said, no, don't do that. Again, rushing it just a little bit. <clears throat> yep, 47-42, 44 seconds in the quarter. Ovalis from Thompson. Ovalis will bring it up. She's going to and give him directions on where to stand. In the backcourt, Ovalis gives it to Thompson. Thompson to Kelly. Kelly, top of the key, back to Thompson for three. Thompson, a little short, off the rim twice, rolled around. Caroline Bull gets the carom. Caroline will run it in with 26. Front court to Blakely. Blakely spots up, three-pointer, no good. Rebound by Neyland. Neyland with 17. Gives it to Ovalis. Ovalis brings it the other way. She'll pull it out. She'll give it to Kelly. Kelly's way out front with 11. Kelly takes it to the basket, goes up. No good on the shot. Rebounded by Riley. Riley goes down on one knee. Five seconds left. Caroline's got to hurry. Three. Caroline with two. Caroline with one. Stops. Shot. Good. No good. Little short. 47-42. Lady War Eagles after three. We're eight minutes away from going to the championship. We're back after this limited timeout live for North Oconee on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Time to finish strong, War Eagle fans. We get ready for the fourth quarter. 47-42, Lady War Eagles with a five-point advantage as we start the fourth. They have the ball first. Riley White pulls up from 13. No good. Rebounded by Peyton. Peyton tries to go up. Blocked right there in front of her. Knocked out of bounds. Ooh, right in the nose right there as Walnut Grove got clubbed. And Chester C comes away with it. Caroline Bull for three. Good. Bulls are 40-51. Now 50-42. That one got caromed out there, and unfortunately, for one of the uh, number five battles. She got kind of crunched there, but she's okay. She's down there in the corner playing. Good deal. Kelly has it, gives it to Thompson, outside to Ovalis. Ovalis gives it to Kelly in the middle. Kelly gives it to Battle. Battle goes up for a little short jumper, no good. Actually, it was for the layup, and she missed it. Riley gets the board. Riley sprints it into the front court, pulls up from 12, rolls over the run of the rim and in. 52-42. There's the first, big, our biggest lead of the night for... For the Lady Warriors, 52 to 42. Give it to Kelly. Kelly gets it on the block, goes up. That's going to be a foul, I think, on Riley that time. <clears throat> nope, going to be on number one, Sierra Arbor. That is Sierra's first foul of the evening. 
number 10, Sharp comes back in the game for battle for Walnut Grove. They'll have the ball out of bounds. They've got the uh, team fouls all messed up as Thompson goes in for a shot and missed it. Roll around, it's going to be a hell ball between Addison Boyd and Nealon. Walnut Grove, it'll be Walnut Grove's basketball. There they go. Now they're getting the, the uh, team fouls straightened out there. They forgot at the quarter break to get that reset to one to zero. For 647, they go in the herd old ball. Let's try to go back. Good job by Peyton Cable to step in front and intercept the pass. Caroline Bull comes the other way. Far side to Riley. Riley back out to Addison for three. Good. Good. Back to back. Addison Boyd with another three. 55 42. 628 in the quarter. Kick it in the corner. Almost lost it out of bounds. That's uh, Michnell Lake. They go inside. Oh, good job that time by Dorothy Nealon to get it right there in the middle and get a little soft jumper from about six feet out right over the top of the rim and in. 45-44. Riley all the way in. Goes up for the shot. No good. She gets her own board. She plays hard in there. She went up again. Gets knocked away. She got a rebound again. Over to Sierra for three. No. Caroline Bull got in there, and we're going to have a pushing foul on number 10. Grace Sharp. That will be three on Grace Sharp, Mike. And again, Joe, four opportunities yep. to get a basket. Riley might be the most physical, and then Coach uh, is going to take a 30-second timeout. Coach Sutton surely is. This is probably the most physical game other than maybe when they went to Florida that uh, <laughs> that the Lady yes. War Eagles have faced this year, uh-huh. and especially for Riley Black. She's getting beat up pretty good. But, but she's got to get used to it when she goes to West yeah, Georgia. Well, exactly, exactly. She's got to get rest, used to it the rest of the season and when she goes oh, to West Georgia. Oh, so when we get to the state playoffs next week. Yeah, exactly. It will change dramatically. Well, and what Mike means right there, ladies and gentlemen, is that, is that the officials are not assigned. They're assigned from a different association across the state. So what that means, they'll say that we're we're playing Region 6. Then somebody from another area, somebody that hadn't seen those two teams necessarily, will come in and referee the game next week. Yep, and they, they let them play. They do let them play. Yep. All right. Caroline Bull will throw it in this time. Caroline looks, gets it over to Addison. Left side to Riley. Riley top of the at, here on the left side. She dribbles, goes down to Peyton. Peyton has it on the low block, way outside, far side to Caroline. Caroline three, go in and out, no good. Rebound, Blakely, or Peyton, Cable, Peyton. Good job, Peyton. 12-footer, good. Peyton Cable from a 12-footer mid-range. We've seen them two times a day, and they've knocked them both down. Well, we get the final says the guy get the offensive rebound. They are way out in front. 57-44 now, 13-point lead with 5.30 on the clock. Ovalis with the basketball. Ovalis gives it over to Thompson in the corner. Thompson tries to dribble in there, gives it to Kelly. Kelly about four feet out, good shot. Kelly got it, went straight up, and shot it right over the top. She reminds me of the young lady from uh, Lumpkin County last two years, Mike. You're talking about Kate Jackson? Kate Jackson. She just, she's strong. She gets it right there in the middle. She just doesn't have the touch or really the moves right now. Peyton has it, and a foul on number 10, Grace Sharp. And Grace, basically, as soon as Peyton went up to get it, Grace ran up under, and that's going to be four on Grace, and Battle will have to come in for Grace. You know, the one difference in the nice ball game compared to Monday night with Walnut Grove, they got North Hall in a long drought. Yep. You can't do that with Chester T. That's exactly right. Addison gives it over to Peyton, way outside. Peyton, oh, Caroline, Caroline three is going to be long. Hits the, comes off to Kelly. Kelly's going to take it herself. 
bringing it up the floor. Kelly, crossover dribble, pulls up from 12. No good. Rebound by Battle. Battle goes up and a foul from behind, and there'll be two shots. They finally got an offensive rebound, Joe. <laughs> See, foul's going to be on number one, Sierra. That's only her second. You know what is funny right there, Mike? The two fouls that Sierra has have both been on situations like that yes, to right. not give them an easy shot yes. and change any momentum. Make them earn it. Yep. Battle at the line for two. Off the rim, no good. There you go. That tells it's a good foul. <coughs> Blakely comes in for Sierra. Sierra will come out. She's got three points. And <coughs> handle the ball very well tonight. Second free throw. Now, battle is good, and we got a full timeout by Will Witherspoon. And we're back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM for the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewel Parkway. Eat more chicken. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. It's getting to that point now for Coach Witherspoon. He says, Greg and girls, you got to do it now in a hurry. Yeah, you can't wait. You're at the, basically five-minute mark, 445, and you're on defense. You need several stops and several scores because you're down 10. They've had it as much as 13. And let's see what they do right here. Chester T with the basketball. Addison walks, basically walks. He's trotted it up there. Riley Black, now they're going to run a little offense and some clock. Riley has it right wing. Gives it outside to Blakely. Blakely. Runs it, keeps it in the corner to Caroline. Caroline spots up, off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Addison. Addison, another offensive rebound, Michael. She's going to pull up. She pulls it over here to Blakely. Blakely goes inside to Peyton. Peyton dribbles into the middle. Oh, good job by Kelly to steal it away from her on that reverse dribble. Kelly is going to take it coast to coast and get the layup. And cut it to eight, 57-47. Coach Witherspoon has one timeout. Coach Shirley has three timeouts left. Addison Boyd in the front court. I think it's going to be a backcourt it is. She, swept, she hit it with her left hand. It was not touched by the other team. And then she had to grab it in the backcourt. And that will be a backcourt violation. Back-to-back yeah, -back turnover for the yep. Lady kind of Almost an unforced one right there because she could have turned the opposite direction. 57-49. Now they go tipped away by Cable, but they get it back. They go to Kelly inside. Kelly goes up. No good. Rebound. Riley comes in, knocks it away. Nealon comes in and gets the basket. Nealon's been a big benefit, a big uh, portion for their game tonight. Yeah, look what happened after the timeout, Joe. Yep. Caroline Bull spots up three. Oh, off the rim, no good. Rebound by Nealon. Nealon pulls it away, gives it over to Ovalera. Ovalis. Ovalis brings it up, and we got a foul. That was one of those quick ones. I hadn't seen all those in a while uh -huh. on Caroline Bull. That Fourth, was interesting. Fourth quarter, Joe. You see it now, touch foul time. Yep. That's what you see with these kind of officials when I say 
They'll yep. let it play. Then all of a sudden, fourth quarter time, you start mm-hmm. calling it close. Yeah, I, I will never understand that. 57-51, 3-20. Kick it out to Neyland. Neyland step back for a three. Good. They've cut, it. They've cut it to three, 57-54. All right, now's the time. Crunch time, ladies. Press in the backcourt. Man-to-man defense by Walnut Grove. They give it to Blakely. Blakely goes in the middle. Over to Peyton. Peyton goes up for a shot. Good. Break the drought right there, 59-54. Back up to five with 256. Ovalis in the backcourt, guarded by Caroline. Gives it over to Thompson, way outside with 24. Thompson has it. Comes over here to Ovalis. Ovalis playing basically a man-to-man. She's going to take it in. Nice pass to Neyland back there. She threw it over the backboard. Rebound by Riley. Riley comes away with it. She's going to run it in the front court. She's going to pull it out. Good job with 231. Riley. Pulls it back out. It's between the circles now. We're going to tell them to run it. Let's see what they do right here. Ovalis playing really good defense right there. Got 21 on the shot clock. And got the screen. She didn't really need it. She goes inside, tries to get over to Peyton. Peyton goes up with the layup. Go! And one. Red of mine. You knew what's going to happen, Joe. Get the paint. And all of a sudden, there's Peyton wide open. Yep. Extend the lead. Now go to the free throw line again. Foul by Ovalis, and that's Ovalis's first foul. But it's seven-point advantage, trying to make it eight. Peyton had four to break. She's probably over in double digits now. The free throw is off the rim, no good. Tipped around. Kelly comes away with it. Kelly runs into the front court. Now she's going to try and beat everybody. She does. Steps through the layups. Good. Good job by Kelly. Good job on the dribble, and she stepped through two defenders to get the layup. 61-56, under two minutes at 156. Be smart. Riley has the basketball against Ovalis. Riley takes it towards the basket, goes up. No foul called, and it's going to be out of bounds off of Kelly, and it will be Riley. Black will take it out with 21 seconds on the shot clock and 147 on the game clock. And that was surprising. Joe didn't call the, the foul that time. Nope, they go in to Peyton. Back to, oh, off the rim. Riley shot it. Came off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Kelly. Five-point advantage for the Lady War Eagles, 137. They come down the fourth. Kelly goes in with a runner. Good. Off the glass. They cut it to three. 61-58. Come, come up in a hurry. Kick it over here to Caroline. Caroline dribbles to the top of the key now. Caroline overside to Blakely. Blakely over to Riley. Riley. Looking to drive. Riley kicks in the corner. Caroline. Caroline's three off the rim. No good. They give it over. They've gone cold from the three-point line the last few minutes. Kelly trots it up. 107 on the clock. Comes up. And Peyton falls down, but nobody's there except White Jersey's after the shot is missed. Riley will bring it up. Riley's got to walk out. She's got two girls up there, and they're tired. Kelly's Dragging, coming back up the court. Riley, take it to the hole. Riley goes over to Peyton. She threw it low, but Peyton, one dribble, goes up, layup, good. Again, Peyton underneath. 63, full timeout, Sutton Shirley. We'll take it with them. We're back in one minute for the Region 8 quality tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. 
planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Time to go to the championship here for the Lady War Eagles. Chester T with two timeouts. Walnut Grove with one timeout. Neither team in the bonus. They're both going to have one foul to give. It's 63-58, five-point advantage for the Lady War Eagles. Walnut Grove has the basketball with 43 seconds. They're going to throw it deep, way over the top. Can it be out of bounds? Kelly caught up with it. Governor Rovales. Rovales deep in the corner, spins in the middle, shot up, out of the bounds. No good. It's going to be out to Riley. Riley gets it. They can run the clock and get fouled, and she does. That's the first one to give. They're going to put them in the f- bonus of a can, Joe. Yep. I mean, get to the free throw line with five fouls in the quarter. 35-4, reset. Uh, they won't reset right here. It'll be, there's going to be a timeout called by Will Witherspoon, and it will be a – let's see what he says. He's not even signaling down there. Let's keep and, right here, then. Yeah, they're saying it's going to be a full – We'll keep it right here. Right. North, North Oak for South has just North beaten Gainesville, and no surprise there, but the margin was a lot closer than we thought it would be. So North for South is going to play, I think, uh, not their 10th finals in like the last 11 years, just mm-hmm. dominating that, the reason they have been in. <laughs> They've got a good program. And, uh, you know, I talked to, to one of the dads over there earlier in the year. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a half and half. You know, sometimes they're, they're not as weak uh, or not as strong. Uh, I think North or South was the class of that that uh, um, classification, yes. that region this year. And but the games will play them tough today. I think you said it was 12, 14 points there. At one so, time, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's interesting. They play them that tough. So we got Lakeview Academy and girls and boys in the finals. We got North or South girls in the final. Now we're going to have hopefully Chesity in the region finals tomorrow night. They'll take it out of bounds. Everybody's in the back court, except for one, except for two players, one on each team. They're running a little wheel. They get it to Riley. Riley will bring it in the front court. She's pushed out of bounds by number three. That'll be Avaya Thompson, and that is number five on Avaya. She'll be out of the game. So if they had a chance, <coughs> they'll saying four. Score say percent. They're waiting for the Lady Warriors to get the free throw line here. They'll go to the line. Riley to shoot two. First one is good. And she's perfect in the second half. 64-58, two-possession game with 33.7. Shot clock will be off. Free throw is good. Seven point. Now it's a three-point, three-possession game. And that's 10 points for the free throw line, right? I think that's correct. I got it for 10 for 14. Give it to Kelly. Kelly's going to bring it up in a hurry. Good word to Neyland. Neyland goes up for the layup. Good. They're going to have to pressure because they're out of timeout. So give it to Riley. Riley has it. And bring it up. Riley. They're going to call a timeout. <clears throat> and looks like there's confusion. I think Thompson was thinking they wanted to timeout 
And, uh, no, she was, she had the four timeouts. As Thompson was like, I don't want to get foul out. So, <laughs> well, at this point, don't matter if you foul out or not there, you've you got to make a foul. Riley hits it again off the rim, 66-60. to 60. Two-possession game, trying to make it a three-possession game. Riley's free throw is good, and Sierra Yarbrough will come in for Riley Black. And that should seal it right there. Oh, coming. That's the offense-defense right there. Let's see what they do here. 67-60, 20.3. They get it into Kelly. Kelly will bring it up. Kelly trying to get around Peyton. She will. Gets the layup to fall, 67-60. They get it in. We had a timeout, full timeout by Sutton Shirley right before they threw it in. We'll take it with them. One more timeout here on 97.5 Glory FM. Riley. I'm sorry. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. And back here, Chester T will have it one more time at least. Yeah, Chester T has it. They're throwing it in down there. Riley will throw it in, trying to get it in, and they'll throw it on the far side. Nice play right there. They can do that. They threw it. Addison went out of bounds, which they can run the baseline. She she ran out of bounds. Riley passed it to her. Then Addison threw it into Riley because there was nobody to cover. Very, very smart play by Sutton Shirley and the Lady War Eagles there, Michael. A little give and go. Yeah, well, and a lot of folks, a lot of teams don't realize you can do that. When you can run the baseline, that's perfectly legal. If it's a spot, no, you can't. So Riley got fouled after she brought it in the front court. She'll shoot two more, and she makes the first one. So she hit one, missed one. Every time she went to the free throw line the first half, this half, perfect. Oh, she missed one. You, oh, made, you missed it right there, dude. <laughs> 68-62, 1.4, a long three-pointer, no good. Lady War Eagles will advance to the championship game, 68 62. They'll look to successfully defend their crown tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. They'll take on the winner of our second game this evening as Cherokee Bluff will go up against North Oconee. Joe and I are back after this two-minute timeout to wrap it up for you as the Lady War Eagles win. Back and more for North Oconee on 97.5 Glory FM. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. 
If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. And back here at North Oconee High School in Bogart, just outside of Athens, Joe and Mike with you here on 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Lady War Eagle basketball here in game one of our three games being played this evening here on 97.5 Glory FM. Coming up here, the boys for the next ball game are out in the court as it will be Seconder taking on Walnut Grove here in the second game, first boys semifinal. And Joe will be back here in a few moments with the final stats of our first ball game. What a team effort it was for Chesity. Once they took the lead back really in the first quarter of play, they never relinquished it after that point. Yes, it was the Lady Warriors Walnut Grove fighting back from a 13-point deficit to cut it to three in the fourth quarter. But then some great offense for the Lady War Eagles getting second, third, fourth, chances off missed shots Peyton Cable going inside getting baskets Riley Black missed just that one final free throw in the second half and she kept going to the free throw line and we have her totals here in just a moment and again defense wins championships as we were mentioning about their leading score at Walnut Grove Kelly she was trying to lead them back but we kept frustrating her at times and look at all the girls we can mention from Blakely Boyd to Anderson Boyd to Sierra Yarborough to Jemiah Weaver, of course, to Caroline Bull, along with Riley Black, all doing the job for the Lady Warriors. Didn't go that deep in the bench tonight. I've got them, I think, seven players that played the ball game this evening, the five along with Blakely and with uh, Jemiah coming off the bench for Chesapeake in this big win. That means Chesapeake will play at home in the opening round of the Class Quad A State playoffs next week. They'll play at the Lincoln Trail Center coming up next week. You'll get a chance to see that game on War Eagle TV. And if we're able to broadcast the game, we'll provide the audio for that. We'll work with Stephen McIntyre working about that. We'll have to see what the schedule is, though, because coming up at this evening at 7 o'clock, it will be the – Lady Bears and Cherokee Bluff looking to play Chesapeake tomorrow night for the region championship. They'll take on North Oconee here on their home court here from Bogart. And we'll have that one also for you here on 97.5 Glory FM. As you can hear, Joe is back. 
to bring you the final totals. I had to stop uh, and talk, as you probably heard me over there gabbing with Coach Laura. She started our volleyball program in White County Threat Department, and she is now with Tony Lottie at second year in the volleyball coach right. down there. So there I you said go. to stop and talk with her for a second. Yes. All right, she was at actually Cherokee Bluff. They went to the, to the state championship a couple of times, one region. Now she's a second year. She said it's five minutes further down the road, and she's happy. So my, that's all that matters, sweetie. All right, Walnut Grove, finals for them. Niero Rovales had nine points. Avaya Thompson had six. One for Grace Sharp. Kamara, excuse me, Kamara Reed had nine. Fourteen for Dorothy Nealon and Tierra Reed. Got hot in the second half. Wound up with 23. They were uh, seven of 11 from the free throw line and hit five three-pointers on the evening. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Chester T. Sierra Yarborough had three tonight. Addison Boyd, eight. Six for Caroline Bull. Blakely Boyd, two. Four for Jemiah Weaver. Fifteen for Peyton Cable. She had four to half. Fifteen in the second half. I did not get, I apologize, I, they scooted off the court. I couldn't get rebounds. But Riley finished with ten in the first half and 20 in the second half. She wound up with 30 points on the evening. She, uh, now I'm, I'm guessing that this is probably broken the all-time scoring yes. record for the school. And that's um, boys and girls. Boys and girls, yeah. Before that, Parker Smith was the leader. Um, they were 10 of 14 in the, in the second half free throws. Um, nine of those coming from Riley and three more three, three-pointers. So they were 15 of 23 from the free throw line, six three-pointers. Final score, 68 to 62. Really a good ball game. You know, and, 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 all, and the way the fouls called, you and I were worried about that, that the, the, the Lady War Eagles actually – Played very well physically against them. They got a ton of offensive rebounds, second yes. shot, second chance looks, and that helped them out a lot. Oh, no doubt about it. So they just kept getting chance after chance after chance, and that really helped them, especially you know going to the free throw line also tonight. Exactly, going to the free throw line a bunch. You know they went, they went uh, 23 times as opposed to 11, uh, which is is not a bad ratio, honestly. But still, you're kind of like, hmm, okay. But that's a that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, Chester T. will have to keep it going tomorrow night. They'll play in the championship game, hopefully, against uh, Cherokee Bluff. So we have the, the two of the uh, 7A North or 8A North, 8-4A North teams in it. And thing concerns me in our next ball game, we'll be back with you around 645 this evening for our next ball game. Coming up next, we'll have information that you need for you and your family with the latest news. We'll have the latest state news from the Georgia News Network. We'll have... Uh, Lou Doss Financial Report, the latest in weather, local news with Dan Brown, and a lot more, including our sports flash and more between now and 645 here on 97.5 Glory. North Oconee playing on their home court, being the number one seed for the south sub-region. That's what scares me in a sense yep. for a Cassie Scott's team coming up this evening. It does. Play on your home court. You're here every day at practice, and you play half your games here. So, yeah, I think that's a big advantage for uh, North Oconee. But, uh, you know, if, Cher- if uh, Cherokee Bluff, can play a well-rounded game, uh, and, and again, get on the offensive rebounds and shoot the ball. I think they got a good chance to win. Looking forward to that, and we'll be back with you this evening at 6:45 for the next ball game as Cherokee Bluff will go up against North Oconee. Final score one more time in our first game of three here on 97.5 Glory FM was Chesapeake, the defending region champions. They'll go to the finals once again tomorrow night. They defeat Walnut Grove by a final of 68 to 62. Stay tuned. We've got more basketball for you coming up at 645 for the entire sports team at 97.5 Glory FM. For producer Nathan Laddie and for Joe Gailey, I'm Mike Warford. Thanks for being with us here on 97.5 Glory FM. This has been High School Playoff Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Tonight's game was brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems.
NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A. Join us next time for more great playoff basketball action on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.